it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Gemma Nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga, all things relationship, well-being and yoga. And today I have a very special guest. Her name is Karen Nicole Bittar. She is an optimization coach and Kundalini yoga teacher. She helps her clients live the happiest, healthiest and most successful versions of themselves. She's also a KRI certificate. I can never say that word. Certified instructor of Kundalini Yoga Reiki Master, certified Theta Healing practitioner, and certified Soul Realignment practitioner. So, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it's exciting. And whereabouts are you in the world? I am in North Carolina. It's your miles away. I'm in England. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we're 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 not close in yeah, proximity. Definitely not. But it's amazing. I love this stuff. So how did you kind of get into your coaching or even Kundalini? Because actually I've never taught or never done Kundalini yoga. Oh really? Uh so yeah, just tell us about that. Yeah, so I used to be um uh, so I was a lawyer. I was um, I practiced high stakes corporate litigation at one of the largest law firms in the U.S. Wow. And yeah, I basically I planned my entire life to be an attorney. This was like my plan since I was in fifth grade. And so I worked really hard to that end. I, you know, went like I, you know, highest honors from high school, summa cum laude from college. I went on to Duke University School of Law, which is one of the top law schools in the U.S. And then I was recruited by and I took a job with this firm. And so if you were to look at my life, you would just say like, I had everything. I had everything that I had thought I wanted. I had everything that I had worked so hard for. I had everything that I thought was going to make me happy. And so I get in this job and it's like on paper, my life looks perfect and I'm making all this money and I have this charming home and I have this beautiful wardrobe and like all the things. And I'm like deeply unhappy. And it was really confusing because it was like, but I have everything. Like I have everything. I have everything that everyone told me was going to make me happy and here I am and it wasn't like like yeah my job was high stress like high stress high pressure but like um I felt really appreciated by my colleagues and I was doing this like really significant legal work and I also did a lot of pro bono work for victims of domestic violence and so it was like I had this really it seemed like like looking at my work like it seemed meaningful and um and so yeah it was confusing I was confused like why how can I be so deeply unhappy and so Eventually, what I did was it was like I tried everything to make that job work, like to make myself happy. And it was just like nothing seemed to be working. And so finally, I just 
it was like, okay, something has to give in my life. Like I'm tired of feeling this way all the time. Like I'm tired of not wanting to get up in the morning. I'm tired of coming home at night and just being like, let me just lay on the floor and kind of cry, but not really because it doesn't do any good, you know, like, and so I finally decided I was going to leave my job and it took me, I made like I wanted to leave it to me like years to actually leave it. But um, again, it wasn't like I had this great clarity of mind, but it was like something has to change. And the job felt like the biggest thing in my life. And so I left that job and I left that job without any sort of plan. I did not know what I was going to do next. And that was really like a kind of crazy thing to do because I had a great resume. I could have gotten another job. The firm would have helped me get another job. Like I had all these, like I could have done that, but I just, there's thing in me that was like, if I do that, it's going to be different faces, different places. I'm going to feel the yeah, same. You're still doing the same thing. The outcome is yeah. still the same, I suppose. Yeah. And so I left without any sort of plan. And after I left, um, I realized, first of all, I was not in good health, even though I had tried to really take care of myself while I was working. Like I woke up at 4 a.m. every morning and I did yoga and I like would make my lunch every day. So I had like these healthy lunches, like I did all this stuff. But then it was like when that job went away and the stress of that job went away, it was like I just like collapsed and what it kind of showed me was that I had been operating on adrenaline probably most of my life like I wasn't operating from this place of I'm just so energized and inspired by life I was operating from this oh my goodness what's what do I have to do and so it was like when that adrenaline stopped it was like I saw the state my body was actually in and it was not good and then on top of that the other thing that happened was you know, you would think, okay, I did all these things. Like I have, I accomplished all these things. I should have some level of feeling good about myself. But it was like when that job went away, it was like every shred of what I thought was worth and value just like went right with it. And so, yeah, that's the state I found myself in. And so again, it was like, I didn't know what was going to happen once I quit my job, but that's what I, that's what ended up happening. And so I made the decision, I'm going to give everything I have, all my energy, all my attention, all my time, everything to finding answers to like, can I feel differently? Can I heal my body? Um, Can I have a different experience of my life? And so that's what I did. Like I made this my full-time job. And in doing that, I trained in a number of modalities. I got certified in a number of modalities. I, you know, I worked at like a clinic to try to get understanding, like do these work and are they effective? And um, I did that for a year and a half. And after a year and a half, I found myself in shockingly even worse health. Yeah. And I felt worse because it was like, you know, there was this part of me when I was in my job that was like, I felt like there was nothing else in life. But at the same time, I had this little shred of like, but if I tried something different, I could have a different experience. Do you know what I mean? There was just yeah. like a little bit of hope there. Like, and now it's like, okay, now I've tried something different for a year and a half and I've spent all of my time trying all of these things that everybody says works, right? And I don't feel different. And I, my body's in a worse state of health. And so it was like this, this darkest moment of my life. Like, oh my goodness, this thing I'm searching for, it doesn't exist. 
yeah. like life is just not that great. You know what I mean? And you just, you work hard, you suffer, you struggle, you have moments of joy here and there, you watch your body deteriorate, you know, but like, that's about it. And so um, I really thought, like, I really considered going back to practicing law because it was like, well, at least then I was making money. Do you know what I mean? And if, <laughs> if this is all life is, like, what, like I had a good job, but, but there was something in me that was just like, keep going, just keep trying things. And so I did. And one day I turned on a Kundalini yoga class, didn't know what Kundalini yoga was, had never heard of it. And I tried the class. The class seemed odd to me. Like, what are we doing? But after that class, I felt different. And so I continued to take Kundalini yoga classes and it was like a turning point for me. It was a, it was like the, the thing that started to turn things around for me in this really profound way. And the more I did it, it was like I got uh, my body started to heal and the aches and pains started to go away. And these things that I had since I was a child started to go away. And I started to feel clear minded and I started to feel energized. And I started to feel really inspired, like inspired by life, inspired by like my own creativity in a sense that I didn't even know I had. Yeah. And so it was this like turning point for me. And it was really, it was what happened was it was like, as I was doing Kundalini Yoga, all these things were happening to me. And I started to have this tremendous clarity, like, oh, these things that didn't work for me in the past. Oh, this is why. And what if I tried this? What if I did this? Then what would happen? And what ended up transpiring out of all of this was... I started to see like what it took to have a different experience and why I wasn't having a different experience and why other people weren't having a different experience. And I ended up developing my own programs because I started to realize like, oh, like this, these are the things that were kind of missing. And if we had this, we would have a different experience. Wow, that's incredible. That's awful. Now we are going to go to a short break. See you the other side. Hey, so I am so excited to announce that I am now an affiliate of Gravity Life. And this is an incredible company who have an award-winning two-piece massage device called Posture Key. And this uses your own body weight to provide pain relief and realign your spine's natural curvature. So give the power back to your body and all being a yogi, I'm all into this, all over this. So Posture Key improves our posture in the most natural way by allowing the body to fix and readjust itself rather than using brute force and harsh manipulation. They believe that we should let our bodies do the work for us whilst we unwind and relax and why not? So head over to the website now which is gravitylife.com and use the code EASYYOGA at the checkout to get £15 off your first order with free shipping. So that's gravitylife.com and go and check it out because it is the most incredible product you will ever find. It is really, really good. So go and get your £15 off using EASYYOGA at the checkout and I will speak to you soon. And actually, my husband and I were just talking earlier um, about, I had another lady, which once this episode will be out, it will be two weeks past. Um, and we were talking about 
how we constantly in like a first world country want for everything we constantly want better or we want this flash car or this house or clothes and things like that whereas some people in a third world country just don't want for anything and Mm. we need to kind of go back to that because we then lose ourselves with trying to compete against other people or and, and then really stressing out about it and then you get ill and your body's trying to tell you but you never listen to it mm-hmm. and then by coming back into your body like doing kundalini yoga or yoga or meditation or journaling or things it actually brings everything back to normal back to what you should be or how you should be living it's incredible It really is. We're so external focused. It's like, get these things outside of you. And somehow that that's going to then make you happy. That's going to fulfill you. That's going to give you a sense of value. And I can tell you, like, I had all those things and none of them did that for me. And how I really felt at the time, it was like, yeah, I had all these things. And so I had this like little bit of, well, I must feel good about myself. Do you know what I mean? But like, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't feel valuable. I didn't feel worthy. And those things, like, I would come home at night and walk around this beautiful house that I had, you know? And there's a part of me that was like, well, I can't lose this. If I lost this, like, I already feel bad now. If I lost this house or this wardrobe or being able to, like, you know, go on these vacations, then what would, oh, my goodness, I can't imagine how terrible I'd feel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And the stark opposite happened. It was like when I started to focus on myself and understand myself, I mean, my world transformed. And so what I am like, what I really uh, realized is like, I did not understand who I was and how I functioned. Yes. I didn't understand myself. It was like I was this highly educated person, spent all this time in school (laughs) didn't understand myself, didn't understand who I was, didn't understand um, how I functioned, didn't understand that I held within me this great knowing and this internal guidance, didn't understand like how to control and direct my own mind and use my thoughts to serve me. Instead, it was just like run around by my mind. And so it's, yeah, it's such an interesting thing that, but it's like, again, when we're so external focused... And everything is really geared towards like, well, how do you make money? And how do you? It is. I was just going to say, yeah, yeah. Because at school, you're taught to be in a team or you then go from school to college to university. You then work in a big firm or whatever. You're not actually taught to learn what you would like to do, what your soul Mm. wants to do. Or, yeah, just go out on your own and have your own business. You don't really ever get taught, especially here in England, you don't really get taught to do all of that. And I think it's teaching our children now or even, yeah, young adults that we need to find that inner strength from within. So then we don't get to the place where you were at that you weren't happy or anything like that. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's the same in the U.S. We do the same thing. It's a very external focus. Um, and you just you you really hit on something so important, which is we all have within us innate gifts and talents. We all have within us our own unique creative expressions in the world. And I was never taught that. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah. never it was like pick a pick a pick a noble profession. Right. And so in my <laughs> mind, it was like, well, I'm going to choose lawyer. It's like, well, is that really 
And how do you even know that as a fifth grader? Like you don't, but that's like how we're kind of like, you know, just pick what, just pick that. And like, that's a noble profession. And we're trying to kind of fit everyone into these same kind of boxes as if, as if we come into this experience, this blank slate, and then we have to become something. It's like, it's no, we come into this experience with tremendous like knowing like deep knowing within us we come to this experience with our own gifts and talents with our own creative expressions that are unique to us we're here not to become something but to express and experience that like who we are and it's like we're doing like the the stark opposite of this and and yeah what it led to for me was just like this you know apparently having everything and just feeling terrible and just like what too like what I did a lot and what I think a lot of people do is you just like numb out yeah yeah definitely you do you do and how do you help your clients do you kind of they've probably gone through something similar to you and or or a different thing but we're also stressed out and anxious and can't sleep and things like that and then what do you kind of use what your tool your go-to tools yeah so I so the programs that I developed, what I did basically was I said, okay, how do we do this in the most effective and efficient way? And how do we do this in a way that fits into people's current lifestyles? Because for me as an attorney, I, it was like, I, you know, I build in like six minute increments. So like every minute of my day mattered and I had almost no time to do anything else but that's the experience that we're living in like we live in this high pressure fast-paced experience so it's like okay so like one of my things really was like okay so how do we first make a change in people have them have a different experience but then how do we do it within what we're currently living in because like a lot of the things that I tried in that year and a half where I was just trying all these things it was like I would spend like my whole day like quote unquote healing. It was like all these different practices. It was just like, this is unrealistic. Like we, this is not the experience we live in. Like we need something that's going to like, you know, be effective and efficient and that people can do while they're still living. And they can't just spend all this time like doing what most people are not going to leave their job and just spend a year and a half doing what I did. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) So that was really important to me. So what I did was I developed programs whereby like I have recorded information, like 12 weeks of recorded information to really lay out to people in really clear terms, like this is who you are and this is how you function. And it might sound so simplistic, but because we've been living in such a different state, we really don't, most people don't have an understanding of who they are and how they function. And so my first program really gets into like, your innate nature, like your fundamental nature and the knowing that you hold within and the guidance that you hold within, which is something that's so incredibly confused for most people. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because like what happens in like the current kind of wellness space, people are like, oh, you're guided. You can trust your intuition or whatever. And then people are like, oh, great. But the problem is, is that when you've been living from subconscious, like your subconscious is more is like a million times more powerful than your conscious mind. When you've been living from these subconscious programs and patterns most of your life, it's like, well, how do you differentiate between that and this this guidance that you have within? And how do you differentiate between that guidance you have within and collective consciousness beliefs? How do you differentiate that from beliefs of fear? 
And so it's so interesting that like, yes, we are guided. And yes, we have this great knowing within us, but we've got to be clear on what that is and what it isn't. And the problem is that people aren't clear on it. And so then what happens is they're like, they think that it's like, oh, I'm guided. I can trust myself. And then they do something, something not good happens. And they're like, actually, I can't trust myself because they're not clear on what that guidance is. That guidance is always telling you the thing for you to do and you can trust it and you can follow it above everything else, but you have to be clear on what it is. And so it's parsing through that and understanding that. And then at the same time in those programs, it's really about tapping into the gifts and talents that an individual holds themselves which are different from other people, right? Yeah, because everybody's different. <laughs> everybody's different. And so in the programs, I use recorded information, and I also use in the first program, I do this thing called a manifesting blueprint. And what it does is it lays out a person's gifts and talents, and it lays out seven characteristics in addition to that of how they're uniquely structured to thrive in the world. And so to me, it's like this brilliant kind of like hack in a way. It's like, do you innately know this stuff? Of course you do. Like everybody innately knows who they are. But again, we're not tapped into that. It's like we've been living from this false sense of self. I like to say it's like we've hidden ourselves from ourselves. Yes. And so yeah. then it's like, well, how do we find, how do we get back in there? And how do we do it again quickly and efficiently? And these manifesting blueprints are something that I found actually kind of after I'd created my programs. But once I found them, I was like, oh my goodness, this is like the best hack ever. Because it's just like, <laughs> you don't have to guess. You don't have to like, it's like, here are your gifts and talents and here's how you're structured to thrive. And if you live from this place, you're going to have a very different experience. And so yeah. it really moves people really fast into like a very different experience of who they are. And it gives people such clarity. It's just, they're really incredible. Um, and then also in my programs, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching because I just think there's no substitute for that. Like, yeah, isn't, yeah definitely. Just when we... It's like we, we get in our own worlds and to have someone else come in and have a different vantage point and have a different perspective, I just like, I just haven't found anything that compares to that. I think it's so valuable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I use Kundalini Yoga. So it's like I've put together these like four things that I just think are like, here's what's going to move the dial. Here's what's going to do it effectively and efficiently. Yeah. And what is Kundalini yoga? Because there's so many different yogas out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the main one, I suppose, is Hatha yoga, general yoga. But what does Kundalini go into? So Kundalini yoga does use postures and poses, which like Hatha yoga uses, um, but they do look different. So some bear some similarity, but some look quite different. And the postures and poses like so in Kundalini Yoga, we work with called with what is called kriyas, which are sets of postures and poses and other things put together in this like kind of like a, a set of them, really. And it's almost like a recipe because when they're put together in a certain way, they create a certain result. And there's like thousands of kriyas. So the postures and poses, there's a lot of different ones. They look different from Hatha Yoga in many instances. And in addition to using postures and poses, there's a number of breathing techniques. So there's a lot of breathing in kundalini yoga that's combined with the postures and poses it also uses um mantra 
So there's chanting. So we're using, yeah. So we're using, you know, we live in this sea of vibration and the higher vibrations are what feels good to us. The lower vibrations don't feel as good. And so these mantras to me, again, they're like this kind of like this wonderful hack in a way because what we do in kundalini yoga is the mantras are vibrating at certain frequencies and they do specific things and so it's like yes we can bring ourselves to those higher frequencies doing all sorts of different things it's like or we can use a mantra and let the mantra bring us there let the mantra do the work like let the mantra come into our beingness and ourselves and raise our frequency and so it uses mantra, it uses breathing, it uses postures and poses. It also uses hand positions and eye positions because the hands are connected to different parts of the brain. We can use the eyes to connect to different parts of the brain to stimulate the endocrine system. It uses meditation and relaxation. So it looks Massive. different. <laughs> it looks different than other, it does look different than I think what people would traditionally associate with with yoga. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, that's it, incredible. Yeah. And in doing so, what it's doing is working all parts of your beingness. And so it's working the physical body. It's working the mind. It's helping you to control and direct your mind. It's working on an energetic level. So in the yogic sciences and in Kundalini Yoga, we have 10 bodies. The physical body is just one of them. So we're working these more subtle and energetic bodies. Um, and it's also working on the emotions to help release suppressed emotions, deal with current emotions. And one of the things that really, it's a practice that, again, a, a lot of effectiveness and efficiency. But um, one of the things that I did not understand was that in order for me to experience the things I wanted, like in order, to me to, in, in order for me to experience things that felt really good to me, and that in feeling really good to me, they felt quite different from where I had been, right? There's like this, I wanted to be up here and I'm over here, is that I had to have a nervous system that could handle this, that was calibrated to this. I had to have an endocrine system that was calibrated to feeling good. And if I didn't, those good things wouldn't stay in my experience. Why? Because my body couldn't handle them. My physical body couldn't handle them. And that was something that when I started to understand that, that was really a game changer for me because it was so interesting. It was like along this journey of mine, something good would happen. I'd be like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. The thing would go away. It was like fascinating. This happened numerous times. I was like, why is this happening? And really what it was like my, my physical body couldn't handle it. And so we think of like, I need a strong nervous system to handle like pain and challenges. Like to a certain extent, yes, but like you actually need a nervous system that's calibrated to your greatness so you can experience that. And one of the things Kundalini Yoga does is it works a lot with the nervous system and the endocrine system. And so that was really like, that was like a game changer for me. That's incredible. Yeah, it mm -hmm. is. Because I suppose with the breath work as well, it's moving everything. You're getting more oxygen into your bloodstream into your brain, into your nervous system, just everything. And then with that combined with the endocrine system. And yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible, yeah. And mm -hmm. with Reiki as well, do you use Reiki to allow people to, well, heal, I suppose? Or do you use it more like in a stress-related environment? So I actually don't use it in my practice. Um, it's a training that I had that I think 
gave me a lot of insight and understanding into kind of energetics. Yeah. Um, but it's actually not something I use in my practice. I'm in my programs, my focus is very much on empowering people so that they're doing things themselves. And the thing about Reiki is like someone else is doing it for you. And so um, my focus is really about, I like, I want people to step away from these programs of like, I have it all within me and I can do it all. And I don't need somebody else to be working on me or doing something for me. That's really my goal. And I, I really know that that's possible and that's within us. And I did feel somewhat like, I think Reiki is such a beautiful practice and I love getting it. (laughs) And, um, but yeah, I just don't, my programs are really about like you knowing you and you relying on you. And so I love things like Reiki. It's like, yes, go get that. But that's not like really my focus in my programs. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's amazing. No, just because yeah. you, everything is within you and you need yeah. to trust that it is there and yes. that it will come out, especially if you ask. Ask your guides, ask the universe, ask for it mm-hmm. and it will make itself known. Just be yeah, open yeah. to that, definitely. And I think a lot mm-hmm. more people are doing that now, but a lot more people still need to do that, still need to find this kind of being. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it's, it is more people are certainly doing it. Um, and then we still have a lot of people who it's like, I feel like it's so interesting because we set this really high bar for ourselves in terms of like the education we're going to have and the job we're going to have and the money we're going to make. But when it comes to how we feel, I feel like we actually set a pretty low bar. And I think the reason for that is it's like people just accept in many instances, like, oh, this is just what life is. Yes. And it's, and it's not that great. And I remember talking to one of my colleagues and he was just super successful. I mean, in terms of like these outside things. And I was like, are you, you know, excited to wake up in the morning? Do you feel like enlivened by life and like passionate about it? And it was like, no. Wow. <laughs> you know, but he's like, but that's just what life is. That's just what it is. Oh. It, and we have a good job and we make a lot of money. So, you know, and it's like that just like it's like it sucked the life out of me. Like, no, no, there has to be more. At the time I was talking to him, I didn't know there was more. But it's yeah. it's like, no, there has to be more. And I think we do have that. A lot of people just accept like this is just what life is. And I, I just want to offer to people, no, it isn't. There is so much more you can experience. You can revel in yourself. You can revel in this experience. You can be in awe of your own creativity and your own magnificence and the magnificence of this experience. And it's like, you can have that. It's possible and it's available. That's amazing. It is. It is true. And we're not actually on this planet for very long at all. Like 80, Mm -hmm. 90 years maybe. Actually, those those years go so quickly and you need to live uh, and yes you do. yeah and yeah. what are two takeaway points from today's conversation now i'm putting you on the spot <laughs> <laughs> i would say one know that you hold within you great knowing great creativity great love great joy those are things you hold within you And the second thing I would say is make it your absolute priority. Make it your number one priority to know you. 
make that your priority because that is the thing that's going to give you everything it is that you're wanting yes oh they're amazing oh thank you and where can we find you watch your website or your social media channels so my website's www.caranicolebatar.com. So it's K-A-R-A-N-I-C-O-L-E, batar.com. And I'm at Batar on Instagram and also on Facebook. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much. I've learned so much from this conversation. It's been really lovely. Thank you so much for having me. I just, I've so enjoyed being here today. Oh, it's been great fun. Thank you. Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much and I will see you very soon. Music.